I certainly think that's the franchise now. Uh, I think companionship is what people need from radio, especially now. Welcome to Brandwith On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. We've had 10 years of PPM dogma that says, for your hits every hour and 10 minutes, we've had PPM dogma that says, you know, your sweepers have to be four seconds and your jock breaks have to be eight seconds. And I don't know that that's necessarily what people need from us now. Brandwith On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the mediamorphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, Media Branding Coach, Kipper McGee. Our guest this time around, industry expert on music and formats, market strategy, the evolution of formats and the evolution of radio programming in the world of audio choices. He's programmed at the station level. He's worked at A&R for the recording industry. And he's now Edison Research's Vice President of Music and Programming, a longtime journalist covering the radio industry for Billboard, r and and others. He now publishes the must-read Ross on Radio newsletter while serving as Vice President of Music and Programming for Edison Research. Brand with On Demand is proud to welcome the one and only Sean Ross. Hey, Sean. Hey, Dave. You know, you guys at Edison have noticed some significant shifts in listening patterns during the pandemic, both the sources being consumed and the devices used to consume them. From your vantage point, what's the net net of what's happening with traditional radio? I think we've had to rethink everything we've been doing for the last 10 years. Uh, we've had 10 years of PPM dogma that says, for your hits every hour and 10 minutes, we've had PPM dogma that says, you know, your sweepers have to be four seconds and your jock breaks have to be eight seconds. And I don't know that that's necessarily what people need from us now. People are not listening only for eight minutes at a time in the car. They're not looking only for the station that everybody at work can agree on. They're looking for more from us at this moment. Yeah, especially if you're working from home, huh? Because you only have to agree with yourself. Well, and suddenly we're seeing stations, you know, especially during the spring, we're seeing the classical station in Washington doing well. Mm-hmm. Where classic country in Cincinnati do well. We're seeing stations that were meant to be listened to for long stretches of time, not for eight minutes at a time, seven times a week. Yeah, and by golly, they're getting it too sometimes, aren't they? Well, and, you know, it, again, I think people are going to have to rethink radio in general going forward, and clearly now to some extent is the time. Absolutely. I mean, looking back, we have been through just a hell of a year, and, and using your 2020 hindsight, pun intended, what would you say were the biggest music trends for radio last year, and what do you see as, as kind of coming on the horizon for 21? I think radio, you know, music radio has sort of been in havoc. Current music in particular country has held up a little better than Top 40 or R&B or Hot AC. But at this moment, because people are you know, reverting to comfort food, because pop music wasn't in good shape, 
even in February, you know, we're suddenly seeing contemporary stations heard more than any other format, uh, which means it's, you know, very hard to get a quorum and break new music. It's hard to have new music trends right now mm-hmm. because there aren't stations that can really make it happen. One of the current challenges, uh, Sean, for radio is do, doing more with less and less, and that often means that local personalities are taking a backseat to syndication or simply more music. Yet doesn't the research show an appetite for companionship and local information, even as hundreds of people are being cut from the payrolls? I mean, how, how do you reconcile and square this whole thing? I certainly think that's the franchise now. Uh, I think companionship is what people need from radio, especially now. I think if you look at some of the stations that have held up well, it's the Kiss 108 Boston's and WKRZ Wilkes-Barre that have music and, you know, traditional, you know, brief, but full-service personality. You know, the stations that aren't talk shows and the stations that aren't PPM machines complete either. And yeah, it's it, it's certainly hard at this moment. Radio is doing what it can. You know, nobody who's in this business now doing programming got into it for the sole purpose of cutting bodies and you know and cutting line items. You know, people yeah. program their radio stations, and yeah. I don't begrudge them for doing what they can with what they've got. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that that suits radio long term either. Uh, I think the model going forward is two tracks of radio, local and national. We have a lot of stations that are kind of fake local now, um, put together with parts found around the house. And, you know, they don't sound convincingly local and in the moment, but they don't sound big and bad and national either. Right. Uh, I think, you know, I think we're going to have, I think the model is BBC Radio 2 and BBC Local Radio. Mm-hmm. A market that has 12 signals might have nine national repeaters and three great local stations, but those stations have to be local at 7 p.m. And they have to be local at 4 a.m. on the weekends. They have to be local at 4 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Well, and speaking of that, you just wrote a really powerful column about the return of Cousin Brucey weekends to WABC in New York and kind of how he moves seamlessly between playing the oldies and doing that thing you were talking about, talking community and talking to people about real stuff. So with that, do you see a time when radio may shift back to more live and local content and people talking about what's going on, even in music formats? Well, it was definitely revelatory for me to hear Brucey on WABC. These times are asking radio people to do more than they have in the past. And you know, it was interesting to hear Cousin Brucey talking current events, but why wouldn't he be able to talk current events? He's Cousin Brucey. And it was, you know, great to hear him at a time when people sort of needed that. All right, let me circle around one more time. 
Um, it was definitely revelatory for me to hear Brucey on WABC these times are asking radio people to do more than they have. And it was interesting to hear him talking current events. And he definitely delivered, but why wouldn't he? He's cousin Brucey. It was great hearing him on WABC. I think oldies are an opportunity, especially the 60s oldies that you know, a lot of stations have long gotten away from. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I think everything's up in the air for news talk radio. I think as far as younger listeners, news talk radio got cut off by podcasting. Podcasting gave younger listeners personalities of their own generation, and it gave them more flavors of information than they could get from the traditional AM talk radio station. Good point. I also think there's more opportunities for straight ahead all news, because those were the stations that had the first good books in March and April. Mm hmm. And curiously, at a time when many of them seemed to be cutting rather than uh, reinforcing. And those stations that, you know, that are able to move forward, I, I understand the constraints that people are under. It is heroic that they're doing what they're doing, but it is the stations that can offer personality that are connecting at this moment. And personality is not necessarily a talk show, and it's not necessarily a morning show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's kind of harkens back to when uh, music radio really was full-service personality radio that happened to play X kind of music. Right. One of the things somebody said to me about Mike Joseph's hot hit stations in the early 80s is that basically they were the call letters punctuated by music. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Yep. We are with the always interesting Sean Ross, who does the Ross on Radio email newsletter, which you have to subscribe to. Everybody reads it. Somebody you'd like to hear from? Well, we'd like to hear from you. Just email us, show at brandwithondemand.com. And then you can get great insights from the people you know and love, like Kelly Raspberry from the Kid Craddock Show, Omaha talk legend Chris Baker, and so many others are all available in the previous episode section of brandwithondemand.com. And while you're at it, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up, Sean Ross shares some opportunities he finds, and many may also find, hiding in plain sight. Hi, this is Dave from Music Master Scheduling, here with another Music Master raving fan. Did someone say Music Master Raving Fan? Ding, ding, that's me. Hey, it's Lee McNabb, Operations Manager for Saga Communications Des Moines Radio Group. My mentors taught me music scheduling on Music Master, and that's what I use to teach the young Padawans of today. Ready to become a Music Master Raving Fan? Get in touch at musicmaster.com slash sales. I've used Music Master in some major markets for some major media players. I'm a major fan. Your station played out the 80s, never liked the 90s. Find a solution for weekends that your audience is going to love. Throwback 2K with me, Chris Cruz. Sneak preview of America's first tribute to the early 2000s now at throwback2k.com. Opportunities hidden in plain sight. Plain sight. Brand with On Demand. We are with the always interesting Sean Ross today, looking to the year ahead 
What's the one opportunity for radio, Sean, that seems obvious to you, but may in fact be hiding in plain sight? The opportunity is customization, like personality, and what it knows about music, because I think we know more about music than any of our competition. And we need to leverage it to offer the level of personalization that our competition is offering. And what that means is, if you're doing thousands of voice tracks a day, where is the one that wishes my wife a happy birthday that can be played over the music that she'd choose for herself? Mm -hmm. At this point, Spotify is offering a morning show with which you can play your own music. Radio should be able to do that pretty well itself, and we need to get to that before somebody else does. My biggest fear for radio is that we can't do the things that make us great. We can't offer information. We can't offer personality. We become the second best jockless music machine, except we're the one that has 12 minutes of commercials. Mm -hmm. And then the pure plays come along and personalities and add more imaging and basically take the rest of the franchise for radio. Radio needs to head that off now. Yeah. So shifting gears, if there was one thing you would like to know now about what might happen in the future, what would that be? I'd like to know where the music is going, and I'd like to know where the mood is going so we can anticipate that with the music. And I think everybody would like, you know, I think based on what the music and the mood is now, people are obviously waiting for a change. You know, people would like to have the kind of songs they had a decade ago. Mm -hmm. Everybody is looking for another party rock anthem. They just don't want it to be ironic. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, I think your comfort food comment is right on, Sean. Yeah. Our thanks to the always interesting and insightful Sean Ross. Hey, you'll find links to Sean's Ross on Radio newsletter. You gotta subscribe. His blog on Radio Insight and more, all in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. And coming up next... As we wrap the year we all want to forget, are you thinking about maybe syndicating your show in the new year? We talked to the person who is doing so and wrote the book on radio syndication, literally. We hear from San Diego sensation turned network host of Slow Jams turned author, the one and only R-Dub joins us. That's a wrap, Kipper. There's always something really special about new. No, you probably knew that, but we'll talk about new in One Minute Martinizing. You'll find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May your 2021 be merry and bright. And may all your brand with be wide. Ho, 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 ho.